the college football experience win totals locks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use it in their Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance at a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Brock Purdy from Iowa State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome to the college football experience. Win totals locks episode. It's taken forever, but we are finally here, baby. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing. Wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, up, yeah, buddy. Techmo, baby. Give me the vibes. Give me yes. all yes. the power vibes. And third man in the booth, the DFS god himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, guys? Speaking of DFS, week zero is now out on DraftKings. I'm kind of excited over here. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, this this is the episode I have the most fun with. One of my favorite episodes each and every year. But in case you're just a Tuning in for the first time, go check it out. Uh, the college football experience uh, has brought in you all 130 college football previews for every team in the FBS. Bam. There is a solo podcast for every team in the nation. And if you even want to go further than that, me, Patty C here, NC Nick here, we broke down every single week of the college football season back in April, into May, into June. We got you covered here on the college football experience as we talk college football year round. Okay. You know, this is one of my favorite episodes all year, every year. Uh, obviously last year was kind of no fun because those win totals were useless <laughs> because uh, the schedules all changed. So it's been two years. I feel like what fans probably will feel like what going back to the stadium after two years, just saying, gosh, we finally have football. We can attend this thing. Okay. Now here's what we'll do. We're going to rattle off I, I I normally we would do top ten. I'm changing that to twelve because twelve is the number, Patty C. Just like De La Souls three is the magic number. No, twelve is the magic number for many reasons. The Big Twelve probably not going to exist in a little bit, <laughs> right? That off-season news of the the SEC grabbing the two heavyweights of Texas and Oklahoma from the Big Twelve. So that and the twelve-team playoff talk. So I Boom. felt like it was only fitting. That we do twelve locks, whether they're over, whether they're under. These are win totals on the season, our best twelve locks, and we rank them in order, starting at twelve, and we just go around. We draft essentially our locks. We can talk if it cancels each other out, and I, and I don't know if you guys want to. I don't know if you're open to if so. If I play one and you play one, you know, are, do you search for another one? I don't know if you want to do that or you just want to say, no, I have that on my list too. And we move along. I say, we just, uh, I say we keep, keep to what we got here, keep to what we got. And then uh, in a way we can tally up our, uh, 
our wins in a way, the projections and see yeah. what we're and then, and also look, I mean, 12 is more than 10, right? So I don't think anybody's going to complain if we, if you throw you some extra locks for free, because all of our plays are for free. All of our picks, all of our locks are for free and also, but like, you know, maybe towards the end of the show, if we do have some duplicates, maybe say, you know, some honorable mentions. Cause I have a few that didn't quite crack my top 12, but I still feel good about them. agreed. Agreed. I actually made a list. I went down and then a lot of the lines, a lot of the numbers have changed since some, since the, the episodes that I did, like some teams have moved down or up and it's changed my opinion of them. So, uh, but I went through and I, I listed the ones I liked and I got, I had like 35 teams. So then I had to go through and knock that thing down to 20 and then I had to knock it down to 12. So uh, let's, let's, let's start this thing. Uh, how about look NC Nick coming in, uh, coming in hot, ready to, ready to talk you. How about you have the first pick there? You're over there in North Carolina. Uh, I know Duke over four potentially, uh, you know, exciting you. You're a Duke <laughs> blue devil fan. How about you start things off with your top play uh, for, for the win totals? Well, I'm, I'm gonna start off with number twelve. So yes, not my that's what I mean. That's list. what I mean. Yes, you're, you're I don't least, know if these are. Yeah. Necess- I don't necessarily have them ranked, but this is you know uh, I'll, I'll call this number twelve, and we're gonna stay in the great state of North Carolina. It actually is the is Duke's opponent week one. I like the Charlotte Forty ers over four and a half minus one twenty five. Uh, I mean, come on, man, throw last year out the window. Charlotte decimated by COVID. We like the coach Will Will Healy. Uh, he's one of the, the the bright young minds in the group of five coaches. He's going to do big things in this sport, whether it be at Charlotte or or elsewhere eventually. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, if you look go back to 2019, the, the team went seven and five. First bowl they, ever. That's right. Yeah. They 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 won their last five games to get to the to that record and a bowl game. So um and uh, the, you know the schedule is manageable. They got a, a veteran quarterback in Chris Reynolds, uh, four out of five returning offensive linemen, and they only need to get to four and a half in kind of a down conference. So um, yeah, I like Charlotte over four and a half. Got to lay a little bit of juice, but I'm willing to do that. Um, I've saw five in some books. I still like it over five. They're going to get to at least six. But obviously, especially if you can find it at four and a half, I really like Charlotte. Uh, I, look, if this isn't on my list, but Patty C, he's drinking the Kool Aid that I've been selling. Oh, you've been stirring that uh, Charlotte well, pot Healy, for a while. I like what the 49ers did. Last year was chaos. It, it shouldn't even count against him. Uh, I mean, would they have like ten games canceled? I feel like they had like a month of they thought they were going to play football but couldn't. Um, and you look at five games. If they beat Duke out the gates. After that, Gardner Webb, they could start out two and zero. Now they have Georgia State after that, but uh, you can make a case that they could start three or four and one if they can get past Duke. Which no. is, you know, they got housed by Duke last year, but they didn't have half their roster, so it's hard to really get a gauge. We said the win totals five, four and a half, or four five. Half. Shop around. Nick's playing it at four and a half. I see it out there. Also, there are some fives out there, so obviously shop around. What's your there take? I'll say. One last thing, if I can cut in before Patty um, talks about him, they they do that they they miss out on UEB and UTSA from the West, so uh, pretty favorable schedule all the way around. Go ahead, Patty. Um, well, like uh, like Colby's been stirring up all, all season. Will Healy, up and coming coach, maybe uh, in line for a bigger job after this season. Certainly uh, hungry to, I'm sure, get that going. Uh, or maybe who knows? Maybe he's a Matt Campbell type and wants to build the program. Either way, yeah. I mean. Here's the best Favorable thing about schedule this. makes it makes it possible. If they beat Duke on Friday, September third, that's week one. I think you cashed your ticket because after that, Gardner Webb is two. There's a high chance uh, on nationally televised game at Jerry Richardson Stadium, uh, week four against Middle Tennessee. That's a win. Then you still have home games against Rice at Old Dominion. You know, uh, a Western Kentucky game. I think I think you've you. If you get that week one win, you've cashed it. If you lose that, I think it, the sweat begins. I mean, I still think they're probably going to be a bowl team, but I think some of these 50 50, they could win at Illinois. They could win at Florida International, but they could also lose those games. Um, I like that play. You know, I'm a, I'm a Will Healy guy. Let me ask you this. What's that? The two and four record of last year. Is that a cause for concern? No, for that's them what I'm saying. Them. You got to throw that out. Like they had. They had like prior to that they, seven and six, well, five and seven prior to that. Well, that, that's my point is like they had, uh, 
they had so many guys out last year. They were in that, that same vein as Minnesota and Virginia tech. Yeah. Where they were play, just playing games to play. Hey, you, you play football, jump, come play this game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the conference USA is down to, yeah, there's opportunity. We know that for sure. Uh, all right, Patty C. How about you give us your least rated play, but still a lock. I mean, it's uh, my number 12 play out of 130. So it's pretty high on the list. Um, that is the Michigan Wolverines hitting over seven and a half wins. Uh, look, uh, hitting the over. You're taking the over. I took the under on this one. Are you kidding? I'm look, very interested. Jim Harbaugh's regular season win totals during the first five years of his tenure at Michigan: uh, nine, ten, eight, ten, and nine. Right. So never under uh, eight prior to uh, this past year, and he only got a half season: two and four. Okay. Yeah. They look like shit the whole time, <laughs> but uh, I'm assuming a rebound, especially with Harbaugh's ass on the hot seat and a year to develop uh McNamara. They're too. Did talented. you see him at media day? Kind of seemed like a dog with a tail between the legs. He like, Hey, maybe, maybe I'm making plans to, uh, to abort mission. It, it, I, it I don't did. know, but I can tell you this. So that means five losses and you're done. They do have Washington. Sure. In Ann Arbor, which is kind of a 50 50 game. Yeah. At Wisconsin, I think we all have to chalk that up as a loss because Wisconsin has, has kicked their ass them. lately. Yeah. Uh, but that's a back to back away at Nebraska. Now, who knows what's going on there? But then you're home to Northwestern. That's kind of a tricky game. At Michigan State, Michigan State beat you last year. <laughs> uh, home to Indiana, who I think has gotten a lot better. Then you still have Penn State and Ohio State on the schedule. They have two sets of back to back away games. Look, Don Brown had gotten stale. They bring in this Mike McDonald or whatever his name is, uh, Jim uh, off of John Harbaugh's recommendation, a gift to his brother. The defense, the 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 defensive players are raving about it. Look, sometimes you get bad gifts from your brother. Nick gave me uh, Leslie Nielsen's bad golf as a birthday <laughs> gift once. That was one of the worst, the worst birthday gifts I ever got. Now, uh, Nick, what do you make of Michigan unders or over seven and a half wins? I do lean over, but I definitely do not feel confident about it. Um, you know, like Patty C said, every full season of football that Jim Harbaugh's been at Michigan, they've been over that number. So that's something there. Uh, but yeah, the quarterback play, I mean, it needs to get better. They bring back, a, you know, I think four linemen, some receivers, some running backs. But I, when I look at the offense, I'm like, where's the star power? Yeah. You know, I mean, they have some solid guys, but nobody that's going to just blow you away. And uh, yeah, I mean, defensively, I mean, they were awful last year. You know, they gave up uh, 34.5 points per game, over 430 yards per game. They finished 12th in the Big Ten. So let me say, yeah, there's this yeah, is I mean, not a based on last year. I know. They, they have, look, there's a new At DC all. in town. He's going for, to the three-four alignment. Uh, I, I don't know. It can't get any worse, I guess, on defense. So. <laughs> This schedule, though, like from October second to November thirteenth, to me, every game is a game they could lose. Yeah, I, I think they get to eight, but I definitely don't feel confident about it. Yeah, I mean, this is one of these teams where you just figure. I'm just figuring that they're not taking a, a Miami type backslide here. Are you at all concerned though that the conference has gotten up before they would have automatic wins against Rutgers? Last year they needed three overtimes to beat Rutgers. Uh, you know, uh, they've been given some gift wins against Indiana. In, in Indiana's a lot better this year. They're, I think Indiana's the best that I've ever from a roster standpoint. Yeah. Um Maryland has argue, been recruiting well. Yeah. What's that? You could argue that the bottom of the Big 10 East has has gone up, but the top maybe is coming down a little bit. With maybe Ohio State a little bit rebuilding, Penn State maybe not as good as as eighteen or, or nineteen. So I mean, yeah, you could argue that it's getting more competitive. Maybe the parity is is rising, but you you could argue that the bottom's coming down. Sure, a bit too. but I would also say that like playing those, what's better for your team? I think play. I think you want those for sure wins. Well, if you're doing win totals, uh, for sure wins are uh, yeah are always nice. Uh, interesting. Interesting. I, I was not expecting that. Pl- Actually, I'll, I'll be honest. I was not expecting either. None of them made my top 12. None of them made, I'll be honest. Uh, they didn't make my top 20. Wow. So, wow. Well, well Michigan, I'm on the under. So, I mean, obviously that didn't, uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, all right. So hold on, hold on. So if they, if you're right and if they go under, whether that be seven to five or six and six is hardball fired. Yes. Unless he beats Ohio state. If he goes seven and five, beats Ohio State, they might keep him. Yeah. Okay. They'll keep him if he goes seven yeah. and five and beats Ohio State. Yeah. I think that would be the one that That's could the save only his way job. At um, 
All right, folks. Well, now it comes to me passing the torch over to me, and I'll I'll stay in the Big Ten East. All right, Greg Schiano. <laughs> Greg <laughs> Schiano. The win total is at four. Guys, I got them starting out three and zero. Oh. I got them starting out, and I'm talking about the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. I'm sipping whatever they're making there in Piscataway. All right, <laughs> and Temple out the gate on a Thursday night could be tricky, but I think that's a win. At Syracuse, Syracuse. Last time that we saw them play football, they looked like they couldn't beat a high school team. And then the the, the Blue Hens of Delaware, Chippy, made the Final Four in the FCS. But I think that's three wins out the gate. Then they're at Michigan. Well, shit, they took Michigan to three overtimes last year. I would still favor Michigan. Wouldn't shock me if Shiano pulled that off. Not at all. Uh, the, I do have them losing to Ohio State, but then after that, I see winnable games. Michigan State in Piscataway. That's a winnable game to me. At Northwestern, they beat them last year, right? Yeah, yeah. they beat them by eleven in in uh, in uh, Lansing. So then you have the Northwestern matchup. What they just named Hunter Johnson starting quarterback over Helinski blew my mind. And they lost their running back for the season. And I think they're extremely thin at that running back position because Bowser, their backup, transferred to UCF. I like that as a possible win. Then they get a bye week before going at Illinois. I think that's a possible win. Um, yes, they after that they get Wisconsin, but it's in Piscataway, so it wouldn't shock me if they pulled the upset. That would be surprising to me. But I mean, we're talking about four. Total. I got them bowling this year. Yeah. I have Rutgers bowling this year. They have Maryland and Piscataway late in the year. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm gonna lock up the over on the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. All right. How do you guys feel about that, Nick? I'm right there with you. That's on my list, also. I mean, look. Last year they won three games in year one of Greg Schiano with just a Big Ten schedule. No spring ball. And then yeah. No spring ball with just playing Big Ten teams. And then this year you tell me that uh, you know Syracuse, Temple, and Delaware are also on the schedule. I mean the offense returns all eleven starters, including quarterback Noah Verdal. Uh, the defense, the linebacker unit is top notch. They got a couple potential all Big Ten guys at cornerback. Rutgers is going at least six and six. You're six and six. You're going to cover this four, you know, easily. And you know, from a scholarship point of view, they play the. Or I'm sorry, from a recruiting standpoint of view, they play the two teams that have been recruiting the worst in the Big Ten West, Northwestern and Illinois. Now they do get yeah. Wisconsin in there, but it's nice to get two of the three from a talent standpoint. Yeah. yeah, Rutgers Rutgers over all day long. Lock it up. Yeah, they're better coached and they're going to be more physical and disciplined. Uh keep in mind Shiano nine straight uh four or higher win seasons at Rutgers prior to uh last season in which they were 3 and 6. So if that was a 12 game season they'd be 4 and uh well, and that was Big 10 only eight. schedule. Uh They would have yeah. won more than than that. That's because, true. Yeah. That's true. That they, he he this dude wins more than what would that be? 33% of their games. Yeah. Shiano is going to do it. Lock it up. All right. Uh, guys, I want to tell you that, that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, you know, and, and sports really from anything you can think of NFL, NBA, MLB, or MLB, NHL, golf, college football, college basketball, MMA. I mean, you, you, it, it, and more. All right. Everything. All right. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from boosted parlays to live in game odds on every single major sport. We have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free $500 sports bet. That you can't beat that. Download Bet and Win. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's w y n n bet.com to start winning today. All right. NC Nick, it's back to you. You started out with the Conference USA. I'll say this before we dive in. Do you guys have any other Conference USA plays cuz I do. Let me take a look. See. I do not. Okay. I think that uh what is uh potentially I gotta remember what conference they're in. I think I do. I think I'd have one more. 
All right. There we go. There we I like go. Your confidence. Yeah. I have to double check. Dude, the comment you was saying Sunbelt just Sunbelt's way better. Yeah, but they they cross over so much. You know, they're like all the teams from the same states. I got gotcha. you. One year one's better than one the other year the next is better. I think Sunbelt has separated itself for, as for of, a long time now. What, as of two or three years. No, probably. no, no, but I'm saying I don't see that it's, coming. It's back. recent. It's yeah. recent, but yeah. Um Nick, the floor is yours. Pick. 11. All right. Uh, Cal bears over six and a half. <laughs> Is this guy trying to, what did I do to you? He's trying to win me over. He goes, <laughs> will Healy, the, the, the Kool-Aid that I've been selling. And then the golden bears, by the way, didn't crack my top 12, but I still love this play. And I like it also because you're getting plus plus one twenty five juice on the over. I mean, depending on what book you're looking at, of course, but look, man, Justin Wilcox, great head coach. You got a senior quarterback in chase Garbers. The offense returns four or five linemen, almost every skill position guys. Uh, the, the defense might be the top in the pack 12. I think what t- 11 of their top 12 tacklers are back schedules, a little tricky, you know, getting Nevada and TCU out of conference. But uh, I think this team is at least, I mean, they're, they're an over 500 team. I think this is kind of the year where everything, you know, comes together and culminates for, for Cal football and they win seven or eight games. I like it. And, and another thing I think you should hit on is uh, bill Musgrave, their OC. He was the brand new OC last year and the offense struggled, but they didn't have spring ball. They didn't even know they were playing a season until incredibly late in the year. So uh, I think he's going to, you know, chase Garber's going to be more familiar with Musgrave's offense. And when you really look at it, I think this team could be a sleeper. I mentioned this before. I think there's value in taking them to win the Pac-12 North. Now, I think yes, everyone, Oregon and Washington, are better, and I find the Pac-12 North like kind of chaotic. Um, that's my only reason why Cal didn't make my top, my top ten or my top twelve is because uh, they were in my top twenty. But I just thought, man, the Pac-12 North, every game is a grind to me. Like every game, I'm like, yes, has Cal owned Washington the past couple of years? Sure. Yeah, that that's a competitive conference. I'm not sure if I'm 100 on board with this. I think they can beat Nevada out the gate. That is an interesting game, though. Did you see uh, Carson Strong wanted to go to Cal, and they they they, they said you're not Ooh. skilled enough. Revenge. Oh, yeah. So they, re- uh, they recruited Garbers over him. Uh, huh? Brutal, brutal. But uh, I think I, I honestly think if you look at the schedule. They, I'll, I'll say this, maybe short of the Oregon game, which I, I, they beat Oregon last year, and the and the and if you go back to nineteen, Garbers was injured. He didn't play in the Oregon game. They started a modster who threw like five picks. They almost won that game. They were winning at halftime, seven to three, right? And it late if he doesn't if they don't commit turnovers, Oregon wasn't scoring on that defense, and that was with Justin Herbert, and. I, they, I'm just saying they do get in dog fights. I, I'm just saying like that Cal if it, okay. I think they'll probably lose at Austin, but they do have a week before that, a bye week before that, but every other game on the schedule is winnable to me. Yeah. So they travel to both Washington and Oregon, but also from the South, they get Arizona and Colorado that kind of counterbalances. So I, I think if they can win one of those big road matchups, I think you're golden. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, they've owned Washington lately. So I think they've won th- what, two or three in a row against Washington. So, uh, Patty, see, what do you like of that? What do you think of that play? Uh, you sound like you're 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 shaking your head a little bit over I'm, there. I'm 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 on the fence about it, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm looking at the last eleven years, Cal's uh, most winning uh, regular season during that time, uh, seven wins. Um, that that would cash in. That would cash, but they've only hit <laughs> that. Ching. They've yeah. only hit that four. But that was 2019. Eleven. The last years. full season we had, right? Sure. Yeah. They got to seven. You know, um, now I will say that Devin Monster, uh, being a senior now, uh, when you have a team that plays ball control, uh, you know, tough defense. Not Monster, Chase Garbers. Or, oh, yeah. Garbers, sorry. Yeah. Is, what is Monster? I think he a, transferred out again. I okay. Think. Yeah. So Garbers, rather. Garbers is a senior, right? Yeah. Okay. He's a super senior, I believe. Super senior. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With him as a uh, super senior, um, they should be in a position to win the closer games because they have an experienced quarterback. I think that does make a difference. And so, like, they. Like you guys said, they always play close games. So maybe that puts them over. I I don't dislike this play, but I'm not super confident just because the PAC 12 is very competitive and the nine conference games. That was my logic of not having cow in my top 12, but I love the play. I just thought, man, the PAC 12 North, 
all these games, I, I feel like that floor in, is incredibly high for like what's normally the, the floor of like Oregon state and Washington state being, uh, or depending on, or Cal maybe depending on them uh, on the seasons you bring up historically, I think all, I think all teams in that side of the division are capable are good. Yeah. yeah. Like I think they're all good football teams. And I think each, each game you're, you're in for a fight. Right. Well, they're all state flagship or the number two school in the state. And none of the number twos have like significant uh, academic restrictions. And even like the likes of Stanford, it's academics are such a strength that it, it can recruit really well it, despite it. So the entirety of the PAC 12, there's no one that there's no layups, you know? And so that does make a tough conference to navigate, but seven wins is doable. Six and a half, seven. That's yeah. doable. Yeah. So uh, that, that begs the question, just like your question last time, Colby, does anybody have any other PAC 12 schools on their list? I have a PAC 12 school, but not from the North. Aha. I do not have any more. That was my only one. Patty. I have, uh, I have one. Okay. There we go. Well, South. PAC 12 South or North uh, South. Okay. Right. Uh, well, the, f- the floor is yours. Patty. See on pick 11. Okay. Of our top, so yes, yeah, our our top locks of the uh, win, or of the off season win total wise. Where are you going? I'm going to uh, old Bloomington, Indiana, for the Hoosiers. I'm so curious what side you're on, though. I I, I, th- I don't think they're <laughs> going to get to seven and a half. It's I I saw it at eight earlier today, but yeah, is it seven and a half? Shop around, you can get an eight out there. I um, mean, I, I'll I'll look at this. But right off the bat, at Iowa, Cincinnati, at Penn State, uh, Ohio State, at Michigan, Minnesota. Uh, and then you throw in uh, potential losses like uh, Michigan at Maryland. We're talking uh, even Rutgers if they come up. We're talking about Indiana here. Indi- yeah, I mean, look, I think this is their most talented team ever, like in my lifetime, since or since Anthony Thompson in 1988, probably. But. Um, I I'm with you. I think another thing is they start out at Kinnick stadium. I think that's going to be a loss um, getting Cincinnati, which, you know, maybe they beat Cincinnati. Maybe they don't, who knows, but I think that's a, a losable game. And I even think that one sandwich spot of Western Kentucky is kind of, kind of slippery um, at Penn state's a loss. And I, like, I feel fairly confident because Penn state severely outgained them a season ago. And I think they've had this one circled. So I think that is uh, a loss. Then you add in these other games, like I said, Ohio state, the back-to-back away of Maryland, Michigan, Minnesota at Purdue, even with Purdue I'm on the with- under, uh, you can get that at eight, by the way. So you can, you can change that over to eight if you want. So, oh. so you can uh, milk yeah. that later in the Why year. Milk that. Let's put that. I do eight. see an eight out there. Um, That's easy. Nick, man, what's man. your take on uh Patty's under Indiana play? I love it at eight because the best case scenario in the world Indiana goes eight and four. And if you push, you're not losing, but even at seven and five, I like it. It's not on my list, uh, but man, they got a tough schedule. They did not do themselves any favors. I mean, why schedule a road trip to Western Kentucky? <laughs> I love that it. Makes though. No sense. Yeah. I love it. Uh, this guy, I like, uh, you know, the fact that uh, the people in Bowling Green, Kentucky can get excited and potentially tear down that goalpost. But I mean, look at Iowa, at Penn state, at Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio state, Cincinnati is right there. Like most likely the grind. I mean, you know, what's, where's the, the gimme win versus Idaho. And is that it? Is that the, the one gimme win? Probably. I mean, you look at last year too. I mean, I know they had some nice wins, but I think it was very favorable. Penn state outgained them by like 300 yards. Right, they yeah. got Shiano in game two of his co- of his coming back to Rutgers. That was a nice sixteen point win, but still the Michigan game. I don't know what the hell that was a nice win, seventeen point win against Michigan. But what the fuck happened with Michigan last year? Who knows? They did skunk Michigan State, but another thing is they lost their DC to South Alabama. Kane Womack, um, and then I mean uh, that I was mean, that Wisconsin game to me was a kind of a flash in the pan too. I think Wisconsin had some COVID issues. Even if you chalk up Western Kentucky and like at Maryland as as surefire wins, that's still just three. And then everything else is is not. I mean, Mich- it's is as home versus Michigan State a surefire win? Not really. I don't think so. I don't yeah. have that much faith. I, I would. Th- I mean, I, I like Indiana's chances, but I still think they could lose that game. I mean, the, Indiana didn't right. pass the eye test to me last year. I mean, yes, did I think they they showed off like they were more impressive than I've ever seen Indiana be? 
but I still thought it's a low bar. I I mean, yeah, I still thought the polls were completely ridiculous putting them in like the top 10. I was like, what? Are they seeing? Yeah, finished at number twelve with a six. Dude, that was a bunch. That was the Big Ten. They were trying to prop up Ohio State. Yeah, and Indiana got the benefit of that. Tom Allen's been there four years now. I mean, and then he's doing a great job. I I think he's a great coach. But his his best regular season win total is eight. He's done that once in those four years, and this year he has a particularly hard schedule. I don't see him getting to it. I I actually like this play. Didn't make my top twelve. I like this one much better than your Michigan play, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, all right, so then uh, it bounces over to myself, and I am going to take. You know what? I'm going to keep it in the Big Ten. I'm going to go to the Big Ten West, though, where the Minnesota Golden Gophers over six and a half wins, six and a half now at DraftKings. This was seven earlier in the earlier in the season. Money coming in against the Gophers. Sign me up because look. Ohio State to me, they're playing with house money. And if there's, I, I can't make a case for anyone else. I think they get Ohio State at the best possible spot for a team that's replacing a lot of their offense. And that defense was pretty shitty last year. I think they might get that defense figured out, but what better time to get them than year one, or I'm sorry, than week one. Uh, and the fact that you're returning Tanner Morgan, Ibrahim's a great running back. But then, okay, let's just say they lose that Ohio State game because that probably will happen. Um, although, like I said, the house money play, I like that. Then they get Miami, Ohio. That should be a win at Colorado. I'm a Colorado fan. I don't know if you guys saw this story in the past week. Uh, Cause uh, you know, we know Neuer transferred out. Well, guess what? JT shroud was looking like he was going to be the starter, the freshman. Yeah. And he uh, he's out for the year now. Oof. So Brandon Lewis, who was competing with him, who played in the bowl game, He's now their quarterback, but they're extremely too good. They're the extremely <laughs> thin. No, he actually did. Well, he actually did. I guess when he, the team didn't look. When too he good. came in is when they scored points. Um, he, but he's a he's a dual threat. He's he, so it's a little bit different with that offense. So I I think Colorado's that's dangerous right there. He's sure. a dual threat, and you're on your fifth string quarterback if he goes down. Colorado was good last year. Uh, then you got Bowling Green. We know Bowling Green shouldn't be playing at the FBS level this year. Um, so that's three wins probably right there. Now maybe Colorado beats them. Even if Colorado beats them at Purdue, I think PJ Flex team is better than Purdue's team right now. They get a bye week before hosting Nebraska and hosting Maryland. Uh, even at Northwestern, I made that case that maybe Northwestern's not going to be what we think they are. And then Illinois, like you got to like what you draw from. Yes, okay, Ohio State, but otherwise. From the other side of that, drawing Maryland, drawing Indiana, I think those are winnable games. I give me give me the over on six and a half in the Gophers. Row that fucking boat. <laughs> your thoughts, Patty C. Well, that's your number eleven play. Yeah, that's my number nine play. So there are first. Hey, it hey, took hey. that that. Right, do we have a trifecta? I got to be. That's my number one play. Oh, oh. Minnesota is smashing that over six and a half. Give me a break. They were like eleven and two in twenty nineteen. There we go. Hang on. Here's here's our triple lock play. <laughs> yes, this is the music that row that <laughs> boat, baby. Yeah. The triple lock. Now that you've just deemed this the triple lock music, yes, it takes on a whole sounds special better, meeting. right? Yeah. I was actually surprised we had not had any of each other's plays thus far yeah. until I played that one. So I, I tell you what, guys, tomorrow coming, you know, Friday, hopefully a slow day at work. I'm going to drive about an hour to the Virginia border where I can make some bets, make some futures legally. Yeah. And this is going to be one of them. I'm going to put some money on the Golden Gophers. I think I think it's a solid play. I, I think I actually I think, think it's, I think it's ridiculous. I have to drive an hour to make a bet because North Carolina <laughs> is stupid gambling laws, but I'm willing to do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's another thing it. too. Is like we talk about Fleck and like maybe people are thinking, okay, like Fleck got him to eleven and two a couple years ago. That's a flash in the pan. Maybe they're going to come back down to earth. But it's not like they were bad under Jerry Kill. You know they yeah. were they were a consistent winning team eight and five eight and five six, uh, six and seven eight and five or nine. He's, and he four. was a good coach too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's talent in Minnesota and a six and a half. Yeah, I agree. Complete. Dude, cake Tanner ball. Morgan is, is going into his fourth year as a starting quarterback for Minnesota. Ibrium is a beast. He's a baller. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they lost the guy to Rashad the Ravens. Bateman. Yeah, but they they yeah, have but other they, good wideouts. They yeah, have they other good, like Chris yeah. Chris Altman Bell's a, a you know yeah. a nice piece and yeah and the defense is going to be better than last year. They got a Clemson transfer coming in to bolster the D line. And I mean, last year was a COVID mess and he got a ton so, of starts at Clemson too. So 
Yeah. Um, it's not just a Clemson transfer that was like, oh, this guy sucks. No, this guy it's got not, a shit ton of starts yeah. at Clemson. It's uh, not Chase Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, least they should be two and one, probably three and oh nine. Well, I mean, I'll say this: if they beat Ohio State week one, which we all have them losing, then it's your over. ticket's cashed. Yeah. Your ticket is a hundred percent cashed. Uh, all right, folks, uh, let's let's uh, dive into this next round here. But before we do, I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by PropSwap. Yes, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Football season is about to kick off, and PropSwap is here to make your make, basically make it your best season of all time. All right. Between listening to this and, and going to prop swap, cause with prop swap, your bet doesn't need to win in order for you to make money. It just needs to improve. For example, last year, the Buffalo bills were at 35 to one to win the super bowl. After they reached the AFC championship game, a prop swap customer who bet a hundred dollars on the bills before the season sold that ticket for $900. That was an 800% return for the seller on a ticket that ended up losing. Think of prop swap like the stock market, but for sports betting, buy low, sell high. The average seller on prop swap makes over $500 per month that you could live in like a five bedroom house in Vegas then, right? Just listing and selling tickets. And when, you know, making your bets, remember, this is pretty smart. Go for two, make two tickets, you know, get two tickets on the same team so you can sell one for profit. And then you keep another one. For yourself, give yourself some skin in the game. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. NC Nick, it goes back to you. That was our first one that went, you know, the trifecta. I'm going to be interested to see if we have any more trifectas here. I think we might. All right. Well, um, you know, have we gone with an under yet? No, I only oh, have. Yeah, I hit an under. Mean, uh, Indiana, yeah, Indiana under. under. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. Good point. Uh, well, I'm not going to go under. I'm going to go in over. I'm going to go over on San Jose State. I bet this earlier in the year at seven and a half. I was just seeing eight. It doesn't matter either way. They're going to smash that over. San Jose State was seven and zero in the regular season last year. They got like a fifth year, six year, eight year, ten year starter <laughs> in Nick Stark, like quarterback. However long he's been there. It, you know, at Arkansas or he's, I think he's been on a couple of Arkansas. Yeah. Probably played. Yeah, and uh, yeah. And the defense 10 starters are turning from an excellent unit last year. Probably the best defense in the mountain West San Jose state. I mean, they, you know, the, the schedule, yeah, they play USC, you know, out that, of conference. that's a winnable game though, man. That's not that crazy. When you add in the fact they play a week zero game where USC doesn't, I think it gives them a little bit of an edge. And then USC. It's like I was telling Patty C on that preview. Yes, we're all going to take USC, but they should have lost to Arizona and Arizona State. And you can make that case they should have lost to UCLA too. Every game, with the exception of the Utah game, which I felt like Utah didn't get to play for three weeks, so they were like kind of like the most. In my opinion, they were the luckiest team in college football last year. So until I see otherwise, well, I don't understand why San Jose State can't win that game. And it's nice to have a base of at least three very, very, very easy wins with Southern Utah, New Mexico State, and UNLV on the schedule. I love it. That's I love true. it. What's the number for them again? Eight. Well, it was seven was, and a half. Now it's at eight. What do Either you way, you're good. What's your four loss? I mean, make a case for five losses there. It's it's what USC, Hawaii, maybe. Uh, but you get them off a of bye. Yeah. In Nevada, they, I I completely yeah. agree. San Diego, they State, don't maybe. they don't draw Boise from the other division. Yeah, yeah, and I completely agree, and that is why it is on my list too. <laughs> the Spartans, Brent Brennan, you gotta love it. No, I completely agree. And I think when you look at this Tyler Nevins back, this whole team back, Patty C's not trusting the Spartans. You didn't do, go for no, the trifecta, did I, you? I, I'm not on the trifecta. I didn't put it on my list, but the more I look at it, the schedule is manageable. They get San Diego State, who's one of the biggest threats to uh, beat them at home on a Friday night. That's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't see many guaranteed losses on the schedule outside of USC. And that's not even really a guarantee at this point. The one thing that uh, scares me a little bit, and Nick, uh, I don't want to come down on you, but. You've been uh, uh, in the last two years for each of your bets. These teams have had uh, losing records. Was one and three, uh, one and three, and then obviously San Jose State was uh, amazing last year, seven and one, seven and zero regular season. But uh, 
prior to that were pretty bad. So five and seven well, though. Well, yeah, Patty he C, was building Pat, it. Yeah. Let me let me tell you, Patty. See, I'm not a rear view mirror type guy. All right, <laughs> I'm looking it's at the dashboard, buddy. Turn. No, that's true, and they are headed in the right direction. I, I would say that this, this is. Uh, they were heading in the right direction in 19. I saw it. Yeah. I saw. I watched that team week by week, and I was like, "Whoa, they're actually building something." I remember talking with Colby in 18 and 19 because they were pitiful before then. We're like, yeah. you know what? I've been noticing that they're lo- they're still losing. They're getting close though. So yeah. we we've been we've been we've been watching that tide turn for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they went to Arkansas, beat Arkansas at Arkansas. That was when Starkle was the quarterback at Arkansas. Um. All right, Patty C. If you, if you can't beat them, join them. Sorry. Go there ahead. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Uh, Patty C. It, it, it's back to you, my friend. Okay. And here's where I get some chuckles from you guys. But guess what? It is the Bobby Bowden Memorial season. <laughs> okay. And five and a half wins for Florida State is uh, basement. You know, that's as 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 bad as they could possibly do. In fact. They've only had under five wins in a full season once in the last, oh, since, let me keep going down this list, since 1976. So do we think they're going to go under five again? No, they're too talented. Okay. Um, And Norvell in year two, year one was obviously COVID. Look, maybe, maybe with, look, I was on the under, but after Bobby Bowden dying, I think, do they rally for him? Uh, five and a half though. Can I make the case? Look at this non-conference. Find me six wins then. Okay. Well, I'll definitely find you Jacksonville state, right? Tread lightly. They <laughs> gave them a game last time. I'll give you UMass. Right? Yes. I'll give Syracuse. you Syracuse at Dote Campbell. I'll give you Louisville at Dote Campbell. Is that a for sure win though? Uh, it's not a for sure win, but it's a possible one. Um, I will also give you uh uh, <laughs> He's struggling NC here. State. No, what? I, I gotta beat NC State. I'll give State you North Carolina, year. who they beat last year. Um, I'll give you who else is on this uh, schedule. Well, uh, uh, look, if potentially you're, Boston if, College. If, if you want to bring up last year, what did Louisville do to Florida State last year? <laughs> Fair enough. Right? Look, they let forty-eight to sixteen. Bobby Bowden just died. This is really when you consider FBS football history and Joe Paterno getting those wins uh, vacated the most legendary coach in football history. And not that we particularly love that, but uh, look, they're going to play for the guy. They're going to get a winning record. They're going to go to a bowl I for Bobby. A fucking car. Right. <laughs> That's right. And Bobby Bowden was a used right. car dealer. No, I'm joking. Look, Rest in peace to coach Bobby. Bowden, that is the name of the year. right? I, here. I actually think he might have something going. Like I said, I, if you would have asked me a month ago, I was completely on the under I think he might have something. Do they manifest a win or two to get them bowling for Norvell and for the Bobby Bowden season? I'm sure they're going to do some type of thing to honor him. Yeah. And the refs will honor him because college football has a little <laughs> NFL slash NBA in it. And He's make, going with the, uh, the, look, the David Stern. Route. We all saw yeah. Miami Duke. Okay. Yeah. The sexy programs still get a little bump in college football. <laughs> the guy was down five times, six blocks on the back <laughs> on that kick return. Nick, your thoughts on Florida state on the over. I don't like it. There's too many question marks starting at who the hell is going to be the quarterback. Yeah. You know, that's another thing. Are you, is Patty C aware that I, from what I'm hearing is that they, they, I don't think they're going to start Mackenzie Milton. I think they're going to start a freshman. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And not, not even Jordan Travis, who's still in, in yeah. Tallahassee uh, on defense. They were awful last year. The transfer portal went wild. I don't know what to expect with the defense. Look at the schedule, man. They got four games against potential top 10 schools in Notre Dame, UNC, Clemson, and Florida. Uh, I mean, right there, that's tough. And then throw in a road trip at BC. You still got NC state and Miami coming to town. I, I don't know. I don't like this man. Um, yeah. I mean, Louisville, you're talking to Louisville as a, as a win last year, Louisville won by 32 against Florida state. Yeah. I don't like this at all. Uh, no, I'm not all. I'm not with you, brother. Well, listen. Last year, uh, you know, the year prior, before we said, "Oh, Florida State's so terrible" because we're used to them. You know, going to the national championship, five straight, ten plus win seasons up until 2016, and then they fell off. But six and seven, the last full season they played, so that would cover, right? That was with Willie Taggart. Whatever, Mike Norvell's at least the same coach as Willie Taggart, probably. <laughs> I don't know. If yeah, you I don't know. Say that. They're about the yeah. same, probably. But uh, last year, three and six without the likes of uh, UMass or 
Who else? Uh, <laughs> Shithole teams on their schedule. Didn't they play Jacksonville State last they didn't year? Play yeah. State. Uh, they have one. I, I mean, I'll say I don't love the under. Uh, I lean under, but I definitely wouldn't feel confident enough to 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 roll with the over. Yeah, maybe you're right. I hey, just think that you know there's going to be some, a little extra. I'll say oh, that. I'll say all of a sudden that Notre Dame game that Patty C was preaching about six months ago. Uh, I think there's a chance they could pull off the upset just off of the emotional side of that. There you go. Bowling for Bobby. There's a chance. Well, I mean, look, if they beat Notre Dame, you could make the argument. It's it's a little bit of a stretch, but you could make the argument. They're five and no, I, I can see it. I mean, best case scenario. And then you have your UMass win and you're there, but if they don't beat Notre Dame, like are they better than well, wake forest? I don't think they're better than wake forest. 50, 50 game. I, and yeah. you know, don't give Louisville. That's not for surefire win. I mean, I guess you would think that the the surefire wins are Jacksonville State, Syracuse, and UMass, and I mean, that's a nice start in order to get to six. That's half your win total right there. But every other game is gonna be tough, man. They took some ass whippings last year, man. Yeah, that's they were a really bold bad statement. And I, but Norvell in his first year during COVID with a bunch of punk asses. That's what he took over. <laughs> he took over the least disciplined team in college football on back-to-back seasons. So he had a huge fucking cleanup job. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I just wouldn't lock that up. I think there's Maybe. so much better out look, there on the board. Look, okay. I kind of had to like <laughs> was under the gun here to get this going. <laughs> uh, all right. Well then it gets, it balances over to me. My third best lock. Look, I'm going to make a statement here now. I think this conference, I, I had to go through and actually take out teams because when I started my first, when I did my first like 12 or my first 20, I feel like I had half the ACC. Yeah. I think the ACC has the best value <laughs> of any of the power five conferences with win totals. Yeah. I really do. I'm going to take it a rally right in Nick's neck of the woods, the NC state Wolfpack over six and a half wins. Look, Dave Doran, uh, this guy short of one year, has been a proven lock to hit this every year in Raleigh. And I think he's got his one. I think actually, I, I think this is the most talented team he's ever had there. So you look at that schedule. Okay. At Mississippi state, they could lose that, but that's kind of a 50, 50 game Clemson. They get him in Raleigh. Even if they, if, let's pencil that one in as a loss. Let's pencil in Mississippi state as a loss. Let's pencil in Miami as a loss. I don't, I don't even, know why you would pencil in Miami as a loss. I, mean, I wouldn't. It's a 50, 50 game. I know. I think it's a 50, 50 game. If anything, I might lean NC state. Um, I, where are the, where are the flat out losses? Where are the, I mean, I think you can make a case. They go 10 and two. I think they're going to make a case. They're nine and three. Um, I actually think realistically, they're probably looking at a nine and three. That eight is and a four. great non-conference yeah. schedule. USF Furman and Louisiana tech all coming to Raleigh. Not yeah. that Louisiana tech's a cakewalk, but Getting in Raleigh, they should yeah. be better than yeah. that. Yeah, I just think that they're, you, you pencil those three wins in, then you look and say, okay, they get a bye week before their back to back away stretch. They have two back to back away stretch, but at least they get the bye week before one of them. Uh, then I think, yeah, Syracuse win, I, Florida State's a win to me. Uh, I just think they're severely more talented than almost every team. I think they're going to beat Wake. They beat them last year with their backup quarterback. Um, Even getting Clemson at home. Yeah, I think Clemson at home is a, a game that they could win. Yeah. So I'm on the Wolfpack over six and a half. I've been pumping out overs over here. Uh, NC Nick, you're you're the one. You're the guy living right up the road. What's your take? I'm on right NC there with State? you, man. Top top five play for me. Uh, you know, I'm not necessarily an NC State fan. Uh, Doran has done a solid job there. They're always right around, you know, seven, eight wins. This might be his best team, I think. You know, especially getting Devin Leary back, the quarterback from the broken leg. Uh, Zonovan Knight and, and Ricky Person, two good running backs, four of five offensive linemen returning, nine guys on defense returning, and the schedule, as we mentioned, is very manageable. I think this team is seven. I think seven and five, and you're almost a little disappointed. So, dude, if, if you're telling it, me they can have a disappointing season and still hit an over, sign me up. There we go. Hang on, hang on. Patty C trifecta. Of course. I mean, it's not on my uh, lock. No, on your lock. Hang on, though. Let me. Let me build this case for you. After the the game, obviously at, at Starkville is going to be crazy, right? 
But you look at your other away games, they're snooze fest, right? At Boston College, I don't know if fans will even show up. At Miami, I don't know if fans will show up. At Florida State, they'll have guys reading books in the third quarter, right? <laughs> at Wake Forest, no one, no one really. It, it, talk about a great road schedule, too. Short of Mississippi State, I am not intimidated by any of those places now, from NC State. I mean, it, Bobby Bowden is rolling in his grave. That's probably a little early to say that. Um, but the fact that we're saying Dote Campbell stadium is not a place that you should be intimidated to go, but that apparently has been the case. I do think that though that season, that stadium will be rocking this year. Well, it, you know, it is November six, so it, it might depend on how Florida state yeah, season. I know Florida comes. state fans. They're just like Miami fans, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Look, uh, NC state is Boston college, you know? And so seven wins is kind of like what you'd expect 90, 80% of the time from them. So seven or more, seven to nine wins. So six and a half. Yeah, I think this is a pretty damn. It's pretty good play. filthy for me to say NC State over as an ECU guy, but I just think it's 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 just easy They're money. Too good. They're the best team in North Carolina. Like whoa, long whoa. term. <laughs> hey, <laughs> long long term. Just coming in with whoa. just bullshit. You know what I mean? The East Carolina Pirates are the best team in North Carolina. I would be curious right? to see which team in North Carolina has the most wins over the last twenty five years. The most most consistent over the last ten years is probably App State. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But over the past thirty years, ECU's got that. Hey, <laughs> give them that. Um, all right, uh, look, folks. I want to tell you guys that the college football experience is brought to you by Pixwise. Yes, Pixwise is the number is the number one home of free sports betting picks, props, and parlays. Helmed by a team of trend watching, data devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who. The how, the why behind every single prediction for every game, every day, in every sport, all for free. Visit PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. It's that simple. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. If you or someone you know wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Patty C. Um, okay, here we are in the midst of this. Um, NC Nick, it's back on you. Where are you going? Well, it's about time I went with an under. We'll stay in the ACC. I got a feeling one or two of you guys might be on the same school. I'm going under Miami with nine wins. I mean, look, right off the bat, week one, they they face Alabama. They're not winning that game. They're losing, which means in order to hit an over, they'd have to go ten and one the rest of the season. That's not happening. This isn't. Yeah, Ken Dorsey's not playing quarterback. This is in two thousand one. I mean, Ray As Lewis Ken is not Dorsey was up. the reason that they yeah. were winning that much. <laughs> Andre Johnson is, you know, and Reggie Wayne are not, you know, at, at wide out. Uh, Willis McGahee and Clinton Portis are not a running back. Ed Reed is not in the secondary. There's no way this school goes ten and one in, you know, after week one. I so I, the, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, the worst you're going to do is a push, and that seems crazy. I don't. I, I mean, I think Miami at best is eight and four. I think you could even make a case where they have a, a year like before, you know, six and six, seven and five. I, I'm, I'm not going to say that that's definitely going to be the case, but but because Derek King's, you yeah, know, that, that's the funny part. It's like. It's not Ken Dorsey. It's Derek King, who's probably twice as good as Ken, Ken Dorsey. Yeah, but That's the rest true. of the team. But everyone else sucks. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'm with you. It didn't. Uh, you know, it's funny. It made my top twenty, but I didn't put it on the top twelve. Just, just in case. I mean, oh, I actually just because I had too many ACC teams. Honestly, I had like six or seven ACC plays <laughs> in my tops, and I was like, I can't just play the whole East ACC. Coast bias, Colby. You're you're uh, guilty of it yourself. No, but I. I mean, the the ACC win totals are great. Colby, I guess he's I guess he's ACC Colby on, on the win totals. <laughs> Vegas maybe Vegas hasn't watched a lot of the ACC because I look at the schedule. <laughs> look, I think they I think there's a decent shot they lose the. I mean they're going to lose the Bama for sure. I think there's a decent shot App State or Michigan State upsets them the the, the next two weeks. Um, then uh, yeah, you get Central Connecticut State. Uh, that's a, that's a win against the blue devils that they, they might get maybe the only win against the blue devils. They get um, that. <laughs> then they get a Thursday night against Virginia. Virginia played them well last year. Then you get a bye week You're at North Carolina. I favor North Carolina. NC state is sandwiched in a, in a spot. I think NC state might actually, I think NC state's the more talented team. Uh, they're sandwiched in a spot between at North Carolina and at Pitt, and it's October 30th. You got to go up to Pittsburgh, tall grass, sign me up for a loss. There, the Florida State game, you got to throw the record books out. Even the Georgia Tech game, last time they played at Hard Rock Stadium, even Jeff Collins 
was the coach. Then they got a win. Georgia tech beat Miami at Miami. Then you add in that Virginia tech game. I, I think it's, it, I completely agree with the play. I think I, I'm actually going to bet this one myself, although it did not make my top 12. Patty C. Mm. T- TMZ Patty. TMZ you- Patty is struggling here because, <laughs> because this team went eight and three with a loss in the bowl game where their quarterback tore his ACL. Now that is a factor. Assuming Derek King though is back to 100%. And that was without, uh, Really, a, a easy non-conference slate, which I'd have to look at their schedule. What, last year, Miami's no, they didn't. They only played UAB. Yeah, so exactly this year, it's not an easy not, not, Alabama, App State, Michigan State. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I said. I, had, I yeah. hadn't looked at their uh, non-conference. So yeah, between that, obviously Alabama, uh, App State, Michigan State, right there. How about I make you this case? Yeah, they were beating UAB seventeen to fourteen in the in the fourth quarter. UAB had played week zero against Jacksonville state or no, not Jacksonville state, uh, central Arkansas and their whole defense had contact tracing. So they couldn't play with their defense. Yeah. So they were on UAB probably would have beat them had yeah. they had their defense. I do recall uh, that. then the Louisville game, you see 47, 34. I think that was kind of misleading. We saw two plays where Louisville just completely, completely missed assignments. And it was like an 80 yard touchdown. Yeah. Then you look at the, the pit game, 12 point win, but they didn't have Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett not available for that game. The Virginia win, five point win. Then you want to talk about extreme luck at NC State, 44 41 in a game yeah. that they really should have lost. And at Virginia, Virginia Tech, Tech, 25 24. Damn lucky. Then they give up 62 to North Carolina on December 12th. I, I'm not buying in. I think last year was uh, 100%, uh, you know, I, I, short of the Florida State ass whooping. I don't I, and the Duke ass whooping. I, I don't see how this team was, was so impressive last I year. I do think they're going to be one of the better teams in the coastal this year. I think they may end up going what like six and one in the coastal, five and two in the coastal. But uh, I think the, the non-conference slate is too hard. You're talking about a team that can't lose four games, and Alabama is basically a guaranteed loss, and App State's going to give them their uh, their business. They got it. Where's that game at North Carolina? Is that uh, it's at, North, at Carolina. North Carolina? Dude, look at these away games. The Bama game in Atlanta. Then you have at North Carolina, at Pitt, at Pitt at, even at Florida State because it's a rivalry game. Yeah. Let me say this right now. That one for the Bowden one. Bowden is gonna be with the kicker that game. There will be no wide <laughs> right this year. Um, I'm gonna say, yeah, I agree. I'm not super strong on it just because I think Miami is trending in the right direction overall, but slowly. And this seems a little much given that non-conference slate. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, all right, folks, I want to tell you guys that the college football experience is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Yes, the summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. Stream over two thousand soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart pounding drama from CBS sports, including uh, the UEFA champions league, the Europa league, I- Italy's Serie a Argentina's Primera league, uh, <laughs> the division division, the bro. I don't know any of this shit. All right. Look, it's a lot of good soccer out there. It's all fantastic. Plus more. It's the most, it's the best of the most beautiful game. Apparently Patty C what with all the beautiful names like Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo, Rapino, and Pol- Polislik, uh, Megan rap. I, I can't even say her name. I was just going to criticize you. How do you Rapino. say Rapino? Rapino. That's yeah. Well, who, I mean, what? I don't know. All right. At least get the Americans, right? Rapino and Polisic. Rapino. I used to be a bartender and I had a bus boy named Rapino. <laughs> all right. Shout out to Rapino. Um, be part of the uh, excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world's game lives here on Paramount Plus. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream every match today. And also, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. That's right. Sign up now at a free shot at a million dollars. So download the app and sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, Patty C. It is on you. This is another uh, TMZ Pat poll. Actually, they're you're you're firing away with the TMZ plays. My (laughs) number nine, uh, Notre Dame, USC was Minnesota. So I don't know if we should skip down to, uh, but yeah, you nailed it with one of them. Okay, so skip skip, number eight. Yeah, skip to number eight. All right, we had USC, eight and a half. Um, Look, I mean, like we said, their schedule kind of in terms of the home games against uh, or the road games against Colorado and Washington state being early on. So they're not going to be cold late in the year. 
they're going to cat or they're going to Arizona state. So that'll be a little more temperate. Won't be such a, a hostile. Uh, they're still going to lose that one, but we'll see. But I mean, uh, look, they, they should be favored over San Jose state at home. This they is, this is a crazy play because this could be a dumpster fire. You lose. If they like, I get your angle. The schedule they don't have back to back away. Or no, they do have back to back away. Um, they went but, five and one last year. They're eight and five the year before. All they have to do is get to eight and a half this a year. Gimmick five and one last they, year. Yeah, they were. They were lucky, but uh, they they improved. I think toward the end of the year, uh, they weren't as lucky at the beginning of the year. They should have been like what zero oh and two at least. I mean, I think they should have lost three games last year. Uh, before the, the Pac-12 championship. So yeah. th- I thought they should have went one and three essentially. Yeah. 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 I agree. Um, but my, my point, Utah, uh, my point is if they fire Helton, you could have players. This could be a Miami situation where they just don't show up. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if they're at a point where they're going to fire Helton, then they're not covering anyway. Well, if they lose Saturday, September 4th, I expect them to fire Clay Helton. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't expect them to lose to San Jose state. I feel like uh, Keaton Slovis is a good quarterback. He's a Heisman candidate right now. Uh, so that's, that's a bunch of malarkey. Look, they three of the four <laughs> first four games are at home against a very winnable opponents, uh, and then they get a bye week before Notre Dame. You still figure that's a loss, but it's not even a guaranteed loss. This team could be in the freaking playoffs next year. This year or next year? Or this coming this year? Yeah, this year. <laughs> uh, look, I took the over on the pod just because I, I did, but I don't like it. I don't trust this team. I got. I don't going trust 10 them. And two. I think they could easily wow, be a seven and five and team. Um, it was only three years ago, right? That they were ten and two. It's not uh, out of the realm of. The it was that in eighteen? Uh, I guess they were five and seven three years ago. Eleven and three uh, four years ago. Yeah, well, that was a long, long time ago, buddy. But I don't know. I, and even with that, the the thing, and I've been I've been praising this, you know, for a while now, is that even if you look back at the past couple of years, last year was kind of similar to 19. They get these wins and they barely get these wins by, by, yeah. you know, I mean, they beat Fresno state one score game, Utah, one score game, uh, Colorado, one score, a four point game, uh, Arizona state five point game. They just, they don't pass the eye test to me. They still, I, I took the over on, on the solo pod, but I, I, I they should I, be look the, the, the senior class from four years ago and the junior class from three years ago, were both the number four recruiting class in the nation. There is no reason from a talent standpoint that they shouldn't win at least nine. Yeah. I just don't trust it. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually only under, you know, uh, you know, I, so I've been writing these columns, check them out. Sports every division, breaking down every team's over under. I, I leaned under uh, just because I think the parody in the Pac-12 is so great right now, I think really the only shoe in win is Arizona. Uh, I, and I don't even last year they needed a deflected pass on fourth down yeah. and seven to beat them. God, yeah. So this is USC I, I, we're talking about here. They may be favored in each game, but I don't I don't see any team in the Pac-12 South reaching nine wins. I think there's just I, with I, I Arizona I think, State, I think Utah, 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 UCLA, nine and three, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, at games at Colorado at Wazoo, those aren't gimme. Those aren't surefire wins. Uh, I think chances are, I think USC's best case scenario is probably eight and four, nine and three. Wow, and I'm a sleeping, sleeping yeah. on old Keaton Slovis. I don't, I just don't think the air raid works there. I really don't. I think you are uh, a bona fide hater of USC and rightfully so. I mean, I'm on the over, but I, I don't like it. I think it's one of my more iffy plays uh, well, of the one hey, We're going to find out now, won't we? Now won't we, we will. We will. Um, all right. Well then uh, the baton passes to me, buddy. And I will take you to, I'm going to go look at this. It's fitting. Cause I'm in the pac 12. There you go. I'm in the Pac-12 South. Give me Arizona State under eight and a half wins. I'm not look. This was at nine earlier, but after that scandal broke, it jumped down to eight and a half. I still think. Look at these away games: at BYU, at UCLA, at Utah, and at Washington and Oregon State on a back-to-back from the Washington. They might go zero and five on the road. That that then you cash your bets just right there. But also let's not uh, let's not forget the fact Colorado beat Arizona State in Tempe the last time they played. Stanford is capable of beating you. Wazoo's capable of beating you. Arizona, I mean shit, it's it's November twenty seventh, so they're they're gonna be a different team at that point. I just don't I just don't trust Arizona State enough. You look at last season, 
it was short of the Arizona game that, that Nick loved. Um, there was not <laughs> much bastard. They found a way to lose that USC game. UCLA flat out beat them. And that was their season. Right. And th- so then you're like, okay, can't make much sense of that. Let's look at 19, right? Well, 19, they went eight and five, which wouldn't have cashed your ticket. And that was with the bowl win. So they were really just had seven regular season wins. And if you look, even some of these wins, 10 to seven against Michigan state, only a 19, seven win against Sacramento state, a seven point win against Cal, a four point win against Wazoo, a three point win against uh, Oregon. Like I just don't, they don't pass that test yet where I can just say, Hey, this is a team that's nine. No, no. I'm, I feel really confident that this team's a seven and five team. They haven't gotten a nine win since 2014. Uh, Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. And I, 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 like what Nick said, the PAC 12 has too much variance. Like there, the teams are, every team is decent short of maybe Arizona. And by the time they play Arizona, Jed fish will pretty much be in year two. At that point, it will be the last week of the season. And I think Arizona, and if, if they would, since they hired Chuck Cecil, since they hired a bunch of these former Arizona wildcats, they, you don't think they're going to be pumping that 70 to seven score in their fucking brains. I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think Arizona is like- Arizona was not as bad as that game was last year. That's true. But I still favor Arizona state in Tempe. Let me ask you this non-conference schedule. This is the only reason that I think they may be able to get there because Southern Utah and Tempe UNLV at home, Colorado at home and at they, BYU, but, but they lost is, the Colorado's not at a conference. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, they lost the to Colorado. Oh, I guess there are yeah. uh, only three. Yeah, that's right. They lost to Colorado last time in Tempe. That's true. Uh, look, I'm not saying it's a guarantee. Well, I, I completely forgot that they find me nine wins. Uh, Southern Utah, UNLV, BYU's the routines uh, returns the least talent in the that whole country. A, that's going to be a lit place. Provo, Provo will be yeah. tough, but I, they could easily win that. They could win at Colorado at home. Look, I, they, they are capable of winning pretty much every game at Washington late or in November is going to be really hard. Other than that, I mean, a road trip to uh, Oregon State is going to be tough too, especially because it's on the second half of a back to back. Yeah. Uh, I see at and least in, on November 20th. Yeah. Yeah. And they have USC the game before they go USC, Washington or at USC in Sun Devil stadium, then at Washington at Oregon state, you want to talk about three tough opponents in a row. I do see uh, at least four losses out there. So I think, uh, I think eight and five is, is being generous. It didn't register on your guys. Cause I, how no, about this? Actually, so for me, it was honorable mention. I had them up there. I didn't quite crack my top 12, but I was definitely on the under here. Everything I said about USC rings true for Arizona State. I don't think they're a head and shoulders above anybody else in the conference or the division other than Arizona. Uh, you know, so I, I yeah, no, no school is going to get to like nine or ten wins. I think that best they're eight and four. I'm all about the under. And let's are we not forgetting the fact that Herm Edwards might be fired any day? <laughs> Do you think that makes a huge impact on how their season turns out? Yes, really. Maybe a hundred percent. I I can see, dude. It's Arizona State. Is morale so great there? I feel like they'd be <laughs> like, discipline so great. Let me get. There, well, there's lots of distractions in yes. Tempe. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so I love this play, but uh, all right, folks. Well, be sure to check out the part two episode here as we get go through our best locks. Uh, this is the conclusion to part one. So make sure you check out part two, and uh, we will go from there. This is the college football experience locks, win totals episode. Yes. Win totals, locks episodes, whatever you want to say, you better start thinking about yours and we out of here.